In the eternal counsels of God, a plan was designed to rescue our fallen world. That plan, motivated by the infinite love of God for his creation, involved sending his son to be our savior. The long night of darkness was about to end. The light of God's salvation had come. We call this Christmas. It is often helpful to gain a new perspective on a well-known story, to see the familiar from a fresh angle, and by doing so, see the old account once again for the very first time. Have you never seen an angel before? <laughs> it's true, we are heavenly spirits, but when we have an opportunity to visit your world, we disguise ourselves as human beings. The Holy Scriptures, the Bible, the Word of God. It says in a passage you call Hebrews 13, don't forget to entertain strangers. Because by so doing, you might entertain an angel and not even know it. And so when we come to your world and have this opportunity to meet with you, it's good to appear in a familiar form. So I come in this familiar form so as not to frighten you. Because usually when I show up, people freak out. <laughs> I mean, there's something unnerving about a sudden visitation from an angel. Living Word, Book of Matthew, our appearance is like lightning. Sometimes very sudden, sometimes very bright, and sometimes with a boom. Uh, but I've toned it down today so as not to frighten you, upset the children or people with pacemakers. So, the name is Gabriel, and my mission today is rather simple, to recount with you the Christmas story from my point of view. An angel remembers the advent. Oh, the name Christmas is fine, but I love the name advent. Adviento, the coming. Uh, God comes to be with us. Ah, theas, mazemas, beautiful in any language. Living Word Book of Hebrews, Messiah the Prince was made a little lower than us angels. That's the incarnation. Tasted death for every man. That's the crucifixion. And then was raised to be crowned with glory and honor. The ascension the resurrection, and it's all connected to Christmas. You know, when someone in your world is seriously sick, you call for an intervention to save, save them from destroying themselves. Well, think of Christmas like a divine intervention to save the world from destroying itself. God created us first, at the very beginning, living word, book of Job, 
Well, God laid the earth's foundations and marked off its dimensions. The morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. All the angels gathered together to celebrate Christmas. We were created to bring God glory and to do his bidding. In fact, that's why you humans were created too, to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Did you notice we were called morning stars? <laughs> Holy messengers of God. There are guardian angels and archangels, seraphim and cherubim, radiant creatures, swift in movement, powerful indeed, fully devoted to God. Living Word, book of Hebrews, he makes his angels like the wind and his servants like flames of fire. Like the wind, sometimes unseen, but moving about with power, and at other times, as obvious as a burning flame. Dressed in dazzling apparel. <laughs> Living Word, Book of Matthew, clothes as white as snow. So I'm either an angel or I should be selling ice cream. <laughs> but after creation, all was not well in heaven. Following a remarkable period of bliss, there was a, a great cosmic revolt. Led by one of the most powerful morning stars, the angel Lucifer. Living word, book of Isaiah and Ezekiel, tell the story. How you have fallen, O Lucifer, son of the morning. You've been cast down to the earth. You were the model of perfection, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God, adorned with every precious stone from the day that you were created. You were on the holy mount of God and walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in all your ways until wickedness was found in you. You said in your heart, I will arise to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the highest heights of the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the top of the clouds. I will make myself like God. But you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you out from the holy mountain in disgrace. I expelled you, O guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud because of your beauty. Your wisdom corrupt because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth, says the sovereign Lord. Living Word, Book of Revelation. The great dragon that old serpent called the devil and Satan, who leads the whole world astray, was hurled down to the earth and his angels with him. Lucifer, the beacon of light, was now the prince of darkness. Banished from heaven, 
left to roam the waste places of the earth, to become a vagabond in the skies, the prince of the power of the air. And when he was cast out of heaven, he came down to the earth, and he corrupted uh, your parents, the parents of your race, Adam and Eve. And they were cast out of the presence of God because of their sin, left to wander in a, a beautiful but now defiled world. And God placed a guardian cherub on the east side of Eden with a flaming sword flashing back and forth so that no one could enter the garden of God. Paradise lost. The saddest moment in human history. And our jobs became infinitely more difficult. But there was hope, for God made a promise that the seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent. God made a garment to cover the shame of man. And God made a plan, a plan to rescue fallen man. And we are special agents to administrate that plan. We promote the will of God by fighting his battles. We protect the people of God. Living Word Book of Hebrews, all angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who are the heirs of salvation. And we proclaim the good news of God. And that is my specialty. My first mission, as recorded in the Word of God, was to a young Hebrew held captive in Babylon. Daniel had received a troubling dream from God, and I was sent to share with him the good news of the coming. According to your unreliable calendars, that was 2,573 years ago, 551 BC, but that doesn't make any difference to me. I don't do time. <laughs> I appeared to Daniel in the form of a man, and he was terrified. He fell on his face, and I picked him up, and I said, the vision concerns the appointed end of time, a time of judgment, a nation, in a monotonous cycle is going to replace nation, and then there will be the emergence of a wicked ruler who will fight against the prince of princes. Oh, it is troubling to watch the tragic tale of human history as they fight against the tenacious, as human beings fight against the tenacious love of God. It's happening in your world right now. Fighting against the love of God. A while later, while Daniel was praying, praying that his people would be rescued and his city delivered, I was sent to him swiftly to tell him the good news. According to God's perfect calendar, Living Word Book of Daniel, 70 weeks are decreed on the holy city to finish wickedness, to put an end to sin, to atone for iniquity, 
and to bring in everlasting righteousness. Know this, that from the decree to rebuild Jerusalem until the coming, the coming of the anointed one, that's, that's Christmas, that's the Messiah. It will be 62 in seven weeks. These weeks are made up of many years. And then after the 69 weeks, the anointed one will be cut off. That's the crucifixion. I had to tell Daniel that there would be hundreds of years of suffering before Messiah would come. And there would be hundreds of years of silence. No prophetic word from God. So when you combine the suffering of man, the silence of God, what a dreadful situation. And some people will think that God has forgotten them. But God never forgets a promise. Fast forward 500 of your years, and I'm sent on another mission, this time to a simple priest serving in Jerusalem by the name of Zechariah. Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth were godly people, well advanced in years, but they had no children. They lived their long lives blamelessly, but barren. And every day they endured the misery, the heartache, the shame that that situation creates. But I came to give them good news. While Zechariah was serving alone in the temple, I appeared to him as an angel. He was startled, and his heart was gripped with fear. Go figure. <laughs> I mean, I can't warn these people ahead of time. I can't send a text. Hashtag angel is coming. <laughs> if I were a human, I'd have an inferiority complex. Zachariah, don't be afraid. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will call him John. He will be a, a joy and delight to you. Many will rejoice at his birth, because he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to drink wine or other fermented drink, but he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his birth. And he will turn many of the people of Israel back to the Lord their God, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and, and the hearts of the disobedient back to the wisdom of the righteous. And your son John will go before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to prepare a people for the coming, the coming of the Lord. I felt sorry for old Zach. He was terrified, and that was a lot to take in. He looked to me like a man who had had his faith squeezed out of him by the hardships of life. But he doubted. How can I know your word is true, that this promise will happen? My wife is well advanced in years, and I am old. 
I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I've come to give you this good news, but now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. Sometimes I use an angel voice. (laughs) You know, I've noticed something about you human beings, and I've been watching you for thousands of years. You have a hard time trusting God. Unless there's some encouragement. Uh, You call them difficult trials. We call them spiritual nudges to turn you back to the Lord. You see, God will answer your prayers. And God Almighty is always faithful to his word. Six months later, according to your calendar, I was sent to a small village in the lower Galilee by the name of Nazareth to a woman, Mary, a virgin, who was of the house of David. Oh, I was so delighted to have this assignment, so honored. Because the promise made in the garden was about to be fulfilled. The seed of the woman who had crushed the head of the serpent was about to be born. It was the time for the coming. I appeared to Mary in angelic form, and she was troubled, but not so much by my appearance, but by my greeting. Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Mary, don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall give him the name Jesus. He will be great and called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Now Mary knew from going to synagogue on a regular basis that this was the Davidic covenant. And that she was going to be the mother of the Messiah. Uh, How can this be since I'm a virgin? Her question was not, will it happen? But how will it happen? It wasn't a statement of weak faith or poor theology. It was a question of human biology. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. So the Holy One born to you will be called the Son of God. And even now, Elizabeth, your relative, is with child in her old age. She is in her sixth month, she who was called barren. For nothing is impossible with God. You know, I've always thought that if God can pull off the virgin birth and create everything out of nothing, he can do anything he pleases. When the word of God came to Daniel, he was confused, as you often are. When the word of God 
came to Zechariah, he doubted, as many of you sometimes do. But when the word of God came to Mary, she believed. And that's why she is blessed. I don't think Mary had any idea how hard her life is going to be or how exciting. She would have to endure the slander and the gossip, rejection from friends and family, a ruined reputation. But on the other hand, she would receive the blessing of God and become the mother of the Messiah. Oh, I tell you, Mary was in for quite a ride.
Joseph was told in a dream that the child Mary was carrying was the Son of God. Quickly, he took Mary to be his wife, but did not know her until Jesus was born. And together, they faced the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. The outrageous fortune, they were the parents of the Messiah. What a blessing. The slings and arrows, that's the way people would react. It was a little less than a year, according to your calendar, with a very pregnant Mary, that they traveled to Bethlehem, the city of David, because of the Roman census. Living Word, Book of Luke. And while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn, a son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. There was no room for them in the inn because of the census. There was no room in a city filled with relatives because of the scandal. That night, an angel was sent to a small group of shepherds in the nearby hills of Bethlehem. And just like creation, all the angels had gathered together to celebrate the very first Christmas, the coming of Messiah. Living Word, book of Hebrews, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all the angels of God worship him. And lo, an angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day, in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with that one angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, all the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace to men on whom his favor rests. And then we went back up to heaven to celebrate. Did you know that angels celebrate every time someone comes to faith in Christ? Living Word. Book of Luke, there is great rejoicing among the angels of God when one sinner repents. And then we become ministering spirits to those new believers. We are assigned to individuals. Living word, book of Psalms. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. And even little ones have their angels in heaven who always see the face of the Father. Living Word, book of Matthew. We are assigned to local churches, like this one, book of Revelation, and to nations, book of Daniel. And when believers die, we assist them like heavenly pallbearers to take them to their eternal home. Living Word, book of Luke. When the beggar died, the angels carried him to Abraham's bosom. Paradise found. 
The Bible tells us that the one who came the first time at Christmas time is the one who will come a second time at the end of time. And when he comes, it will be a time for judgment. Living word, book of Thessalonians. Jesus Christ will be revealed in heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels to punish those who do not know God and those who do not obey the Lord, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We angels will unleash the wrath of God at the end of time, book of Revelation, a good portion of the book of the Revelation. But it will also be a time for salvation when he comes. Living word, book of Romans, if you will confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You, you, you will be saved. Living word, book of John, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself so that where I am, there you may be also. Living Word, book of Matthew, he will send his angels with a loud trumpet sound, and they will gather God's elect from the four winds. And when he comes again, it will be a time for worship. And that's what we angels do best. Living Word, book of Revelation. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And I looked and I, I heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000 encircling the throne and with a loud voice, voice they sang, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wisdom and riches and strength and glory and honor and blessing. And then every creature in heaven and on earth and everywhere was singing. To the one who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise and honor, glory and power forever. And that, my friend, is the story of the coming of Advent and the glory of Christ and the power of Christmas. Amen.